Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Now, from Happy Valley, here's your host, Brian Tripp. And we welcome you into another episode of Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. I'm Brian Tripp, your host, and this week, we're joined by Christina Diaz, the assistant AD for development and enrichment here at Penn State. A former student athlete at the University of Florida went to Jacksonville and Radford University as a volleyball coach, worked in compliance, a director of operations when she came to Penn State, working with the softball team. And she's been able to have so many different experiences. And now she has her hands on so many different things for all the resources impacting our student athletes here at Penn State. I think you'll find this to be an interesting and fascinating conversation. We'll also learn about the passions that Christina has and why she is so excited on a day-to-day basis to work with student-athletes here in Happy Valley. So that's our introduction. Now time for our guest, Christina Diaz, the Assistant AD for Development and Enrichment here on Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. And this week's guest, as I said, is Christina Diaz, the Assistant AD for Development and Enrichment. Thanks so much for your time. Yeah, thanks, Brian. You know what's so unique about your experience here at Penn State is you came to Penn State working as the director of operations with Penn State softball, and then you moved into an administrative support role working with Sandy Barber and the administration there, and now you're in this title, Assistant AD for Development and Enrichment. How would you describe your Penn State experience so far? Because you've been able to see so many different elements of all the resources that are available to the student-athletes here. I'm extremely grateful for every experience I've had. I will also add to it that I was on the other side of campus before that as a research assistant with our Clearinghouse for Military Family Readiness, a nice long title, with our Social Science Research Institute. So have had the experience of the non-student athlete side working in, in research-focus-based initiatives, and then went back to athletics and loved every second of a director of ops. It's a, a little bit of everything. It's a nice melting pot of roles Every day is different. Um, Working directly with our student-athletes was extremely impactful. I loved my experience as a student-athlete, wanted to make sure that uh, I was having that same impact with them. And then working with Sandy, who I think is one of the best leaders anyone could ever have experience with. I had 14 months, and I learned I, I, I was a sponge, and that's all I would ask that she gave me that opportunity to see and experience all of her knowledge in college athletics and then now that those experiences 100 percent prepared me for what i'm doing today which is i have my hand in a little bit of everything Um, my role continues to expand as the college landscape changes because our our department oversees any programming or education life skills all for whatever student athletes need it's something that is even slightly touches a student athlete's experience. It's coming under our house. You played volleyball at Florida under Mary Wise. So for people obviously here, they know Russ Rose. Mary Wise is the Russ Rose at the University of Florida, one of the all-time greats in the sport. Did you know back then that you were going to continue with a career in college athletics? Because you started by coaching volleyball right when you were done with your student athlete experience. Yes. Mary Wise, again, I've been blessed and, and so grateful for the the leaders that have been women in my lives that have definitely impacted my career. I, I anticipated being a PE teacher and was going to coach high school, and that's what I was going to do. My mom was a teacher, so 
being at a, at a school was every day, all day, was what I had planned to do. Then I went to college and was coached by the Mary Wise and knew I, I want to do that. I want to be a coach. I want to impact the 18 to 22-year-old that, you know, they're having their first experience outside of their own home, learning and, and just everything that a college ca- uh, campus can provide to you. So 100% Mary impacted what I wanted to do and knew I was going to go into coaching, and I'm a gym rat anyway, so it was perfect a perfect career path for me to start with. But what you're doing as a coach and what you're doing now still is influencing, teaching, and being around young people at a very formative age, the college experience yes. of their life. So in many ways, you still are a teacher. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yes, I mean, and I have a family of teachers, so it was bound to happen. I'm going to be in education, so uh, doing exactly what I think I was destined to do. How did your experiences as a student athlete, how do they still today influence and impact your day-to-day mindset as you approach what you can do to make the experience better for today's student athletes, where you can harness back and, wow, I wish I had that. Oh, I can only imagine if I had that resource when I was playing. Mm -hmm. How does that impact your interactions with the student athletes on a day-to-day basis today? I think uh, first you would start with the teamwork component, whether you're a team sport, an individual sport athlete, no matter what, together that we have team sports. We have 31 programs. Um, so I think that first piece of working with others, not only that I have to accomplish my own things, but what I'm accomplishing affects the rest of the group. That mm-hmm. That is a, a team uh, skill. And so when you go into a workforce and what I'm currently doing, we work with so many units. The number of units that touch development and enrichment continues to expand. The number of resources that Penn State has to offer to our student-athletes continues to expand. It's limitless. So that team aspect, working as a team, is number one. I know you won't be able to, off the top of your head, list every single one, but can you give us the thumbnail version of what your day-to-day interactions are and those aspects that you have your fingerprints on? Sure. Well, today's truth, 50% of it is name, image, and likeness, no Mm -hmm. doubt, um, as that continues to change and uh, figure out what exactly it is. And we've already discussed that's going to be its own podcast yes, coming up. It needs to be for sure. A part one, part two series and part fill in the number series. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So uh, we've got leadership under our scope. That's our athletic directors leadership institute. We've got um, our student groups that are housed underneath our unit. That includes our student athlete advisory board, also known as SOB, sits under our development enrichment. We've got diversity, equity and inclusion initiatives, um, we try to push everything to three buckets. So personal development, professional development, and then enrichment through community. We'll have supplemental programming such as the Nittanys that don't really fit nicely into a bucket, unfortunately. So it's a plus sign over there. But really we're focusing on those three buckets as much as possible to, to fit everything in so that, again, our focus is going to be when a student athlete Come, when a student comes to Penn State and they are part of the athletic department, they are prepared for what's going to come after their career here. And they're not going to go, man, I wish Penn State taught me this. We've, we've, we've got them covered. Uh, we have, again, the, the, the resources are endless. They just have to, they have to utilize them. And so we're going to make sure we get in front of them in their hands and they're ready to go. 
coaches all the time, I'm sure, are bringing athletes through and saying, hey, we offer this X, Y, Z. You can probably go into the alphabet a second time through. We offer all of this. So what is it about Penn State and all of the resources here that you make sure these students know are available to them? And how also is it important to let them know that, hey, this is here. Come take advantage of it. Don't be shy. No doubt. I, I would even add in there the resources from the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, we this institution, the power that we have in being able to give everything we possibly can to our student athletes, and the, that's our focus. And Pat Kraft, our athletic director, is 100% into that idea. Our student athletes have everything they possibly need, and if they don't, we're getting it to them. Um, we'll talk about WHOOP, but we, you know, we just implemented a partnership with WHOOP, which uh, is a health technology program that – our student athletes, again, can f- help focus on their mental health. Um, we've got a law clinic that offers free uh, reviews on contracts for our student athletes, and that's just as a Penn State student. We've got tax reviews. We've got career services. Um, it's endless. We have mentors. We have uh, learning specialists. Again, the student athlete will never – it's our job to get it to them, and we're going to, and um, – you know, again, that's supported throughout from our department, athletic directors, sport administrators, coaches, for prospective student athletes that are coming on campus, they're going to know about it. And this is where you talk about the wide network of the Penn State alumni. Where else could you have this many people that are available for these type of enrichment experiences? Exactly. Yeah, we want other another piece in that, and I'll do a little plug here, is we're going to, we want to add mentoring for our student athletes, and that would be through Kirk Deal, our varsity S. Uh, director and, and utilizing athlete network along with we want a mentorship focused on leadership with our athletic directors leadership institute so we'll pair up student athletes with local um, with our alumni and uh, with our staff we have an incredible staff here at Penn State there we are elite in so many aspects but our staff members who have been uh, former division one athletes um, have had experiences in, in organizations and companies outside of athletics. We have that here, and we're going to utilize it and make sure that our student-athletes, once again, are prepared as much as possible for what comes next. All right. I think a lot of people have heard of WHOOP, and I first heard of it during COVID when you're at home watching golf. Because of the WHOOP bands, they actually could tell when one of the golfers had an elevated heart rate And that's how they could tell that a golfer, perhaps, even if they hadn't tested positive yet for COVID, they could tell that golfer had some something going on in their body. And that's when I first heard of Whoop because it tracks everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything. How vital of a resource is this to bring Whoop and Penn State and have this partnership together? This is extremely valuable. Again, the credit goes back to Pat Kraft bringing this in, knowing it's extremely important for our student athletes. And this opportunity it'll be completely on the student athlete. This is, this is a tool for you to utilize, to be able to not only learn about yourself, mm-hmm. your health habits, uh, and ways to be able to get better. If, if you utilize it in its complete capacity, you're just going to elevate your athletic ability as well. So huge piece of a puzzle that, and again, a resource that our student athletes at Penn State get. And um, we're excited to see you know, it, how, how they utilize it and what, and when the feedback from our student athletes, we're not, we're not utilizing the data at all. It's all, it's completely up to them and if they want to share it, but 
they will have, again, the education on how to utilize it. I, I will 100% credit Dr. Josh Nelson on being able to help provide that education, both for our strength and conditioning coaches, our athletic trainers, and included our, our student athletes to know exactly how to utilize the data. I love, and we've said this a couple of times already, that it's up to the student athlete to use these tools and resources. And a lot of them do take advantage of it because of the personality. Like there's a fit, as you know, working with softball and you probably had your hands, you can only do so much, but you had your hands on like the recruiting. What's the plan for recruiting? Who's coming in? There's such a fit with every program across of what a true Penn Stater is on and off the field court ice, whatever you may say, they're so driven. They're such high character that they understand the value of the tools and resources that are available to them. Oh yeah. Most sometimes our student athletes are teaching us about, Oh, Hey, did you know that it could do this? You know, that's really good to know. <laughs> so they are 100%. This is not, and I keep talking about the education for our student athletes. Mm-hmm. This is, this is a, a two way street. They're teaching us as well. A lot, uh, a ton of information. And so that we're listening to the feedback that they're giving us. They're, as we'd like to say, the boots on the ground. They're the ones in it. And so we want the feedback to hear from them. What is the feedback? And I'm not talking about a specific thing, but the feedback you hear on a week-to-week basis, day-to-day basis from student athletes about what is a priority to them or what is important to them that are things that you can help them with? No doubt mental health is 100% on the forefront of everyone's minds. And again, our... um, Dr. Lauren Rhodes is this is she's made it a priority for our overseeing our student athlete welfare unit and our development and enrichment units, really all of our performance programming. This is a priority. And so, you know, again, at Penn State, we have endless resources. Our CAPS unit, um, our counseling and psychological services group is available, has online systems for our our students to utilize. Um, Adriana in our performance psychology group is there to help with sports psych to, hey, you got nerves going on to that field, let's talk about it. Um, and then just throughout, our academic advisors, our athletic trainers, our strength and conditioning coaches, our coaches, this is a priority for us too. Um, so knowing that, hey, this is an open door policy. You got something going on, talk to us, we got you covered. Uh, so I do think that that's a big component right now. Um, and just, I think our student athletes, even with, being past COVID, they're just excited about getting back on the field, having some type of um, rhythm and um, consistency back into their scheduling of let, let's do this. Let's get back into competing regularly and training regularly. And I know your favorite part of the day is when you're actually around the student athletes and your interactions yeah. with them. You love to go out and stop at field hockey practice for <laughs> even if it's just 10, 15 minutes or a soccer, whatever it is going on in the fall, that's the highlight of your day. And you also had an opportunity to be around them on the Big Life Series trip, Selma to Montgomery, a part of the Big Ten. Again, that's something the Big Ten can do as a part of uh, the conference here and the relationship with Penn State, obviously, the Big Ten Women's Leadership Summit. And should I, should I bring the other one up? That you, <laughs> no, I know I'm still hurt by it. <laughs> you're supposed to be in Miami for the Athlete Allies inaugural Athlete Leadership Summit as yes. well. So those are opportunities where, look, you can do it either on campus or off campus. You get to be around the student athletes and see them in a variety of capacities, not just when they're out there competing or training. Mm-hmm. Again, incredibly grateful for what the role that I get to have. This I get to have the one-on-one experiences with our student-athletes. The Big Life Series in Selma was, I'm still a little speechless on how impactful that trip was and what um, Commissioner Warren was able to provide to our student-athletes, but it was also with Pac-12 student-athletes and ACC student-athletes and seeing our 
group just interact with all of all of the different universities and student athletes and administrators that were able to make that trip and we know we're going to do it again. We actually are planning for our our student athletes that went on the trip to do a peer-to-peer presentation and then um, with our staff because we want more people to hear and and have that experience even if they can't go they can hear about it uh, to help spark that change to make sure that this is staying in the forefront of our minds. How important is it when there is something like that trip, like the Women's Leadership Summit, like the Athlete Allies Athlete Leadership Summit as well, where those athletes, if they're comfortable, can go and then come back and they then become a resource to their team or their coaches, administration, whoever they're around? I can tell you right now, the athletes are the ones holding me accountable to do the debrief and the meetings. They are they are here. They're doing it. Um, it's, a, it's a team effort for both of us. Mm-hmm. And they're itching to meet with groups to say, hey, this is what it was like, and here's how. here are new ways that we can find to bring all of our groups together. They're coming back saying, why are we going to close this group off? Let's have this conversation here and here and here. So they're, they're in it. They, found, they find incredible value, and they're asking me, when's the next trip? How do we get more athletes going? And I found that really impressive when we did one of these podcasts with Michael Gaines from Men's Soccer, who was on that trip to Alabama, how they're able to use – and I'm just using him as an example, there's so many others, Olivia Jack, so many, how athletes today want to use their platform. You know, Sean Clifford is another example. How mm-hmm. how they want to use their platform for things that are so much greater than just themselves for the betterment of Penn State, for the betterment of experiences for all student athletes. And I find that not only interesting, that's invigorating to know that these young people want to make a difference. Oh, yeah. We're at Penn State with the largest philanthropic event it, this is when you talked about fit, that is Penn State. And so if, if you're a prospective student or a prospective student athlete coming to Penn State, that has to matter to you. Service matters here and giving back matters here. And so that that is why we have that enrichment through community. You We are going to have events where our leaders and our student leaders are going to organize community service events with their peers and say, hey, again, this matters and this is how we're going to do it. Um, every team is making it, a, they make it a priority to have a team event or individual serving, reading awards, um, the trick-or-treat event at the All Sports Museum. This is, it's a constant piece here, and, and I don't see that ever leaving Penn State because it's part of who we are. It's our culture. I know you're still fairly new in this role, but what's, what's most rewarding to you? Is it when you see an athlete come in, and it could have been from your time, like a softball player that was here as a freshman in 2017, and then to see their growth by the time they blossom and all of a sudden are a completely different person four or five, even six years now after they leave Penn State? It's funny you say that. I had a meeting this morning with one of those same athletes. So (laughs) uh, the the ability to have those conversations and just talk about growth and how to navigate life and how to navigate big changes and, and just the successes and the failures and how we grow from that, that, that is, that is life. That is, that is, um, you know, you as a person and learning like this is how it goes and it's fun to do it together. It's, it's not as fun to do it alone. And I want our students to know that both my outdoor and Megan's door, um, our uh, director of development and enrichment, it's always open and we're always willing to have that conversation. And maybe it's not with me. Maybe it is with Megan. Maybe it's with another administrator. We just want, we are investing in your life and your career all the time. And I think the most important thing you said there is there's going to be adversity. Mm -hmm. There's going to be challenges. (laughs) It's not just 
what can we do to help you when you're feeling good and you want to go do things? Like, this is always here for yes. you. And that is so important. Yes, 100%. Always, always here. Christina, this was a blast. Thank yeah. you so much. We learned a lot. I'll tell you that. <laughs> thanks, Brian. Appreciate you. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode. And our thanks to Christina. That was great information. We could cover every different element and aspect of her job in a separate podcast with all of the resources available here to student athletes and their experience beyond what goes on in the weight room, on the practice field, and obviously competing under the bright lights in front of all the great fans here in Happy Valley. If you like what you heard here today, make sure you review, rate, subscribe, share our podcast with your family and friends, all those people out there, part of Nittany Nation. We really do appreciate you tuning in. So that wraps up this week's episode of Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics.